0: Section 14 of Uncollected Short Stories of L.M. Montgomery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Karen Austin. Uncollected Short Stories of L.M. Montgomery by Lucy Maud Montgomery. Section 14. Bright Sayings. Once upon a time, there were mothers together, and they were telling the bright things their children had said. There was also a listener who listened with interest because these were real speeches of real children, and not simply funny column emanations of grown-up brains. "'Yesterday,' said Mrs. Wise, "'I was giving my little boy a lesson in arithmetic. He is rather dull of figures, and addition seems to be a sad stumbling block to him.' "'Now, Harry,' I said, "'If you had four candies in one hand and five in the other, "'how many would you have altogether? "'A mouthful,' promptly answered Harry. "'That reminds me,' said Mrs. Milner, "'who had once been a schoolteacher, "'of some answers that my pupils used to give me. "'One little chap, on being asked what a glacier was, "'said it was a man who put in window frames. "'Gladys wanted to know the other day,' said Mrs. Campbell, "'if her kitty had a soul, and if so... Would he have a little heaven all to himself when he died? Last summer, said Mrs. Price, my sister's little Mary, a small mite who had never been in the country before, spent a month with us on our farm. One day she said to me, Oh, Aunt Lena, I feel so much gooder here than in town. Why, I feel so good that I say my prayers two or three times through the day. The real humor of children's sayings consists in their earnestness, said Mrs. Hay, laughing. They are always so very solemn. Last summer, we spent a fortnight at a farmhouse where they had several of those monstrosities known as curly hens. Just as soon as four-year-old Henrietta caught sight of one of them, she exclaimed, Oh, Mama, that hen has put on its feathers wrong side out. There was another small boy in the second primer class who could not learn to spell. All his gray matter went into the theory and practice of mischief, apparently. One day I was trying to get him to spell speckled, but he could not get it right at all. At last, after trying every combination of letters you could imagine, besides several you couldn't, he said, Well, teacher, I can't spell it, but I know what it means. His impish grin might have warned me, but I was inexperienced and said rashly, "'Well, Arthur, what does it mean?' "'George Howat's face, ma'am.' "'George was celebrated in the school for his freckles. "'I had to laugh myself, and so did all the scholars, "'but I think George paid Arthur up for his joke at recess. "'Since we are on the subject, Mrs. Sunderland, "'I must tell you our latest family joke. "'The other day a gentleman who gave his name as Mr. Lord "'called to see Robert. "'I showed him the parlor,' and went out to find Robert. As I crossed the hall, my little three-year-old Jack said, Mama, who is in there? Mr. Lord, I responded as I hurried out. Mr. Lord himself told me what happened after that. Jack pattered away to the parlor, pushed open the door softly and tiptoed in, looking at the caller with an expression of mingled awe and curiosity. Mr. Lord held out his hand and said, Well, little chap, come here. So Jack saddled up, put one grimy little hand on Mr. Lord's knee, and said very reverently, "'Are you God?' It took Mr. Lord some seconds to grasp the situation. Then he couldn't help laughing so heartily that I fear poor Jackie's ideas of divinity got a rude shock. The tears welled up in his eyes, and he ran indignantly away. When I heard the story, I had to laugh too, but it took me a good hour to comfort Jackie, and straighten out his theology a bit. After the laugh, which greeted Mrs. Sutherland's story had subsided, Mrs. Norton said, that makes me think of what Dottie said the other night. She is just three years old, too. That seems to be the worst age for visitations of acuteness. I had put her to bed at dusk and said to her, now Dottie, you won't be frightened to go to sleep here alone, will you? Just remember that God is right here with you all the time. All right, responded Dot cheerfully. I went down, but in a few minutes heard her calling me. Going to the foot of the stairs, I asked her what she wanted. Oh, Mama, said a tearful voice, won't you come up here and stay with God and let me go down and stay with Papa? Now, said the minister's wife, I'm going to tell you what one of my Sunday school class said last Sunday. The lesson was on the translation of Elijah and the falling of the mantle on Elisha. Now, I said, at the end, what was it Elijah left to Elisha when he went to heaven? At once a tiny maiden of five lisped out gravely and reverently, His old clothes. The mother's meeting broke up at this point, and the listener laughed and scribbled in her notebook. End of Fourteen